are you thinking about? Something you are. This week on The Swearwolves, we celebrate a loyal listener's 50th birthday by discussing two horror movies from 1971, The Black Belly of the Tarantula and Daughters of Darkness. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes. <laughs> what? Every so often, <laughs> every so often, we'll have a listener. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people listen to our, our little program. Yeah. That, and we'll have listeners that reach out to us. And one of the listeners that we don't personally, on a personal level, know, because I know there's people that we know personally that right. listen and they contact us or will text us or I talk to one nearly every day who lives with me um, about the different episodes and whatnot. But uh, every so often there'll be people that we don't know on a personal level that reach yeah, out to us. That we've never met. And a person that we has actually been listening to us since we nearly damn started. Yeah. Very from the very beginning. And I don't know how. I don't know either. <laughs> she found us. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe we followed her on Twitter or it, I don't know. Something happened where... She discovered our podcast. Yeah. And likes it for <laughs> yeah. whatever reason. So for the past almost, what has it been? Two years plus. Right. Yeah. She's been listening to us spew our bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. She lives in Georgia. Yep. Which is our new favorite state. By the way. <laughs> it really is. And, uh, she said, thank you. She said, you're welcome to me when I, when I posted that on Instagram. Yeah. So Georgia is our new favorite state, but uh, for many reasons. But um, anyway, she's having a birthday. Yeah. Here in February. Yep. Actually, I think it is today. Yeah? Yeah. Or when this uh, uh, episode gets released, I think <laughs> it gets released on her birthday, if not oh. very close. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she reached out to you? Yeah. Uh, through Twitter. Um, yeah, Because we always ask if you have suggestions, reach out to us. And uh, she did. She's like, hey, um, you know, I'm going to be turning... I don't think uh, she'll be upset at me for saying so. I'm going to be turning 50 this year. Uh-huh. I would like, uh, could you guys maybe do a couple of movies that were, were released in 1971? So these are movies that were released the year she was born. Yep. And, and uh, then I asked her, I was like, are there a couple that you would suggest? Because, hey, if we're going to do it, I, yeah, and it's your birthday. Why don't you tell us what you want us to watch? And she recommended these flicks. She did. Okay. Her name is Christy. Yep. We've talked about her before on the podcast. Happy uh, birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, she also just recently graduated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gra- uh, uh, graduate school, right? Yeah. I think she's got her master's. Congratulations. In something. Yeah. In listening to Swearwolf's podcast. <laughs> 
It's a tough one. Tough degree. <laughs> a lot of people can take it. Nope. I don't even have my master's in this. Um, so to Christy, this is our birthday present to you. Happy birthday. We are going to review these movies and hopefully you'll still listen to us after you hear my, we have re- to say. <laughs> my review. I didn't uh, ask if she likes these movies. so I don't know. Do you, I mean, she has to have like seen these movies before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like she didn't just randomly go, well, I'm just going to, no, look no, these are movies that she's seen. I just, I don't know if she, likes it'd be interesting. I'd like yeah. to like her to share her thoughts. Cause I'm about ready to share mine. Yeah. Uh, David, you also informed me a couple days ago. You said, uh, these are Alan movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and for those who have listened to us for a long time, you'll know about Alan. For those that haven't uh, and haven't listened to some of the older episodes, uh, there used to be another Swearwolf host, uh, regular host named Alan, who liked these types of foreign films. Yeah, I think I texted you and I was like, hey, I haven't watched the Alan movies yet. And you're like, wait, is Alan no, coming? you said the Alan episode. Oh, yeah. And you're like, is Alan coming out? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, you'll, you'll get it when you watch these movies. Or I had just seen them. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So regardless. Um, yeah. Alan, big fan of European movies, uh, Giallo, that kind of stuff. Yeah. This time frame in yeah. the 70s. So uh, I guess in some way this is dedicated to him too. Maybe Christy just really misses Alan. Maybe. Or really misses us talking about movies that he would recommend. I need to reach out to him and see like, hey, have you heard of these two movies? What are your thoughts? Well, I really think that... Uh, no, hang up right no. away. <laughs> As he starts talking. I think, no, I, and I think Alan would like both of these movies. Okay, so <laughs> let's get into it. Let's do it. Black Belly of the Tarantula. Bambalam. Go Black Belly. Bambalam. Black Belly got a trench. Bambalam. The damn thing went blast. The damn thing went blast. I don't know. Listen, I'm just scatting here, right? That's how you <laughs> write a song. I'm the scat man. Nineteen seventy-one, written by Marcello Danin ah. and Luci Lox. <laughs> Directed by Paolo, Paolo Cavara. Cavara. Music by Ennio Morricone. <laughs> uh, Morricone, the maestro. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Morricone's done lots of scores. Yeah. Uh, passed away yeah. last year. But uh, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yep. Also, The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and some other stuff. Bunch of spaghetti <laughs> westerns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stars, Giancarlo Giannini. As Inspector Tellini. <laughs> Giovini as Tellini. Yeah. I'm Giancarlo Giannini. I play Tellini. Uh, the Fettuccini. <laughs> Did you ever hear the Weird Al song, Lasagna? Yeah. It's like La Bamba. La Bamba but Lasagna, yeah. You don't get any onion. <laughs> you want some more lasagna. Magnifico or maybe spaghetti. <laughs> hey, you're filming already. Apacapilla. I loved Weird Al. I still love Weird Al. You know what's weird? I um was an L. I was never able yeah. I was never able to get into Weird Al. Like when I was a kid, like all my friends liked Weird Al. I just never got it. What are you too cool for school? I don't know. But what's weird is as I've gotten older, I have grown to appreciate him more as uh he's also just a good musician. Like he's a very talented guy. He can play the fucking the accordion. Accordion. <laughs> that doesn't seem like it'd be easy to play. No, nah, I wouldn't think so. But what the fuck do I know? I don't know. I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> you don't know dick about the accordion. <laughs> Fucking dick accordion. You stick a dick? You stick <laughs> a dick in the accordion? The only way you gotta do it. <laughs> That's what powers the bellows. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's why there's not a lot of female accordion players. <laughs> there you go. Uh, put your peepee in there. Claudine Auger as Laura, Barbara Boucher as Maria, Rosella Falk as Franca, Silvano Tranquilli as Paolo, uh, and some other people. Barbara Bach as Jenny. You know who Barbara Bach is? Mm-mm. She's married to Ringo Starr. Oh, cool. This is prior to her marrying Ringo Starr. This was in 71. So who was she in this movie? She was Jenny. Uh, okay. Her phone number? <laughs> oh, yeah. 8675309309. No, Jenny Jenny was uh she worked at the um spa. Uh oh, I know the girl you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. She gets killed. I was going to say I know something <laughs> happens to her, but, but you wouldn't you wouldn't blew it. Uh sorry. <laughs> I was blew it too soon. Uh release date August 12th, 1971. Budget? I didn't have any information about budget or box office. No. Plot. Okay. <laughs> all right so right off the bat we get like a sexy massage and morricone's oh. music here is very strange okay amen <laughs> um and did you think that it was the people that were making those noises because uh, it took me a couple times of that theme coming in i was like oh this is the the music yeah that's doing so this there's a few there's a couple different songs too because there's this one that's like ah <sighs> And it plays like on the downbeat or whatever of the song. So, um, but then there's another one where it's like maybe a little bit faster and it's like, like, I don't know. Morricone, <laughs> you make a song for me, Morricone. the spaghetti. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Te amo. But yeah. So at first I thought it was the person getting the massage, making the moaning noises. No. So there's this gal getting a massage. A little rub down. Uh, well, she's getting it mm, good. She's getting the business. It's a porn. Yeah. It's a softcore porn at this point. <laughs> There's a blind guy giving her a massage. Rubby dub dub. Which is like, I guess, a blind guy. I mean, if you're going to go get a massage from a guy, and might as well be blind. Yeah. That way they can't exactly. see the size can't of your perving on you. weenie. Yeah. Or if you're a woman, they're not. Or like, if you're a woman, yeah. Checking out your boobies. Right. And your nether bits. Yep. So she's getting a massage. Um, there's a phone call that comes through for her. Oh, she's also really like, was this beginning uh, song is playing? She's also like got her feet and she's like, I don't know. She's, she's kind of like rubbing his dick with her, his dick with yeah, her toes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, she's into it. This girl's frisky. Yeah. But blind guys like not even really reacting. It's not like a nickel. Uh, was it a bag of nickel? Uh, <laughs> Jawbreakers. <laughs> no. Oh. He's like, listen, this doesn't make my, this does not make my pee pee hard. <laughs> I'm blind. All right. <laughs> I'm blind and I'm impotent. <laughs> Why are you gonna rub it in my rub it in? Why don't you <laughs> rub your foot in my dick? Um, <laughs> she gets a phone call at the spa, and it's uh, her husband. Yeah, it's her husband, Paolo, Paolo. Zani. Yeah, and he's all pitched, pissed off. Yeah, he's jealous. And uh, she goes back home, and they have an argument. He, sm- he smacks her around. He calls her a whore. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they have an argument. <laughs> And he shows her a picture of her with some other dude. Yeah. And he's like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And she's like, huh? What? Yeah, she's How'd you get that? It? There's she's nothing. Like, you made that. What's going on? <laughs> you photoshopped that. <laughs> he's like, what? What does a photoshop? Uh? Hey, what's a photoshop? She's like, oh, the, the, the shadows are off. And like this, the sizing. You know, like that Lee Harvey Oswald photo? <laughs> <laughs> it's Photoshop. <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, I got proof that, you know, here's the photo. Yeah, you're cheating. And she's like, I didn't cheat on you. Fuck you. Yeah, fake news. Yeah, fake news. Kicks <laughs> kicks him out. Or he leaves. Whatever. 
She rips the photo up. Yeah, rips it in half. And he takes the half that the, the guy is on. Yeah. And she keeps the half of herself. <laughs> yeah. She puts it in a frame. He takes it that up. half. He's like, that's a good shot. Yeah, he's like, I need this for later. <laughs> um, but anyway, she's later on that night. Uh, there's somebody dressed in black with like these rubber gloves on. Yeah. And those gloves are like flesh colored. Like it almost yeah. looks like mannequin hands. Yeah. The hands are creepy. The hands are really creepy. Like doll hands. Yeah. Um, and, they, and the camera goes ape shit on this scene. Okay. <laughs> Dude, when it happened, I was like, Oh, this is going to drive Brit nuts. <laughs> this is what drives me nuts about this movie. Particularly like directed by, uh, Paulo Cavara. And I don't know who the director of photography was, but how come with like all of these like Giallo films, right? How come with all of these films, it's like, this is the first time they, these people ever made a movie. Like, this is the first time, like the camera, not only does it cut like away and it makes you fucking feel nauseous, but when they do a pan, it's like herky jerky. It's like, yeah, it's not smooth. And, it's not even like the first film they ever made right out of film school. It's like they've never seen a movie before. <laughs> and they were just like, oh, we can make a film. It's hey, going to be easy. Make it the camera side to side. <laughs> yeah, I, I hold it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have it the Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, it's like uh, I don't know. Their their equipment just isn't that good. <laughs> it's just they, they, they don't know. And the shots take it's, forever. It's just weird. Like, yeah, the camera pans and like up and down like on a lamp and then like side to side of like a painting and like uh, it was just weird like random objects in the room just kind of panning around i thought that was very strange and i heard or i read i shouldn't say i heard but i read that the filmmakers were inspired by argento's bird with the crystal plumage i don't doubt it even the title is yeah. kind of similar uh yeah exactly it fucking and that pissed me off too because I was like that movie sucked. <laughs> oh, so Alan. what am I ready? What am I getting myself into watching this movie? <laughs> so yes, you're right. The camera does go crazy. It's like panning up and down and in and out and all over the place and it's herky jerky and it does it a few times in the movie. Yeah. The camera just does strange stuff. Oh, irritated the shit out of me. <laughs> so anyway, the killer comes in. Yeah, and he looks like Rorschach from Watchmen. Like that's kind of what I thought. They had like yeah. a hat and like a trench coat, <laughs> kind of, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he gets the the girl. He stabs her in the neck Maria. with like a needle. Yeah, right through the back of the neck, and, and, and she deep. like lays there. Yeah, and she's paralyzed. But I didn't know she was paralyzed. I thought she was dead. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll jump ahead real quick. But what he's doing is he's taking, they called it an acupuncture needle. Listen, I've had acupuncture before. Have you ever had acupuncture? I haven't. They're little tiny needles. Yeah. Can't even feel them. Uh, This was a thick, like, fucking hat pin. Like, (laughs) yeah, it looked like it would really hurt. It's like a knife. Yeah. But he sticks it in the back of their neck to, like, disable them and paralyze them temporarily. Yep. And so that way they're awake. And they know what they're doing. And they can feel it, but they can't react. Yeah. And so then he like pulls out this knife. Oh, he. I say he. It could be a she. I don't yeah. know. The killer. It's a he. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, pulls out this knife and like plunges it right into in her, her belly. Butt, yeah. And then drags it from her like belly button all the way up to her sternum. Yeah. It's gross. And to know that she was alive during all that and coherent. I'm like, fuck that shit. It's pretty messed up. That is brutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess he guts her or presumably, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, next day. Cops poli- are questioning him. Yeah. The, the husband. Tallini's there and uh, the inspector and he's questioning Paulo and they find this per, uh, picture of uh, Maria. Yeah, just the half. Just the half, but they can see a hand in there and they're like, who's this? Because the other half of the picture is gone and Paulo's like, I don't know. I don't know. And they ask him like, were you and your wife fighting or like, how was your marriage? And he lies and he says like, there were no problems. Everything was fine. Don't they at one time go like, we heard that your wife was a nympho? I don't know. Like somebody accuses her of being a nympho <laughs> at some point in time. Like she just fucks everybody. Yeah. So. Well, and like right away, like a friend of the, of the woman who got killed. She tell, comes over. Tells the cops like, yeah, they were fighting last night. Yeah. I like when that friend comes over too. She's like, oh, you're going to take my picture. I don't like having my picture taken. My hair's not good. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, she's a twit. <laughs> Tallini goes home. He's got a wife. They live in like a studio apartment or some shit. But she's selling all their furniture. Oh, the furniture. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, there was this weird, like... It's kind of a subplot. But not... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really get resolved. It's like a sub-sub-subplot. Yeah. She's selling their furniture. Um, and then they're she's like, well, working what, at what a furn- we eat on, what we sleep on. But she's working at a furniture store, and I guess she's, like, making furniture. Yeah. She's, like, an artist or something. Yeah, so she's selling all their furniture, and we're going to make them new furniture. Hmm. Oh, okay. I guess it makes more sense. It's like, Why? Like, why do we need to know that? We could cut out 15 minutes of the movie just by not even having her in this movie. Yeah. Well, she'll become a little necessary later. A little. <laughs> yeah, no, she does. Um, he tells her, like, I don't think I'm cut out for homicide. I don't like it. I don't like homicide. I don't like looking at dead people. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you'll be great. Yeah, nobody can look at dead people like you. She's like, come on, champ. I, I believe in you. a little... Hit yep. on the chin. <laughs> yeah. Want me to rub your, my, your pee-pee with my foot? It's like, nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> um, but he's going to continue to investigate. Uh, but he does find out the needles were uh, the acupuncture needles. Yep. And he goes to the doctor who would have this. And the doctor's like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, well, you, you're friends with Paolo or something. Yeah, because they're trying to find him. Paolo? Yeah, because yeah. he's gone. Yeah. By the way, Paulo hires a private investigator to find this uh, mystery man in the picture. Yeah, he gives him the photo. And this this private investigator, what's it, the catapult? <laughs> the catapult. <laughs> That's what he calls himself. Yeah. He's like a little guy. Like he's yeah. not like a little little, but he's like he's, five. He's foot. short. Yeah, and a portly fella. Yeah, and he's like his office is the bar. <laughs> yeah, and he's kind of cocky. He's like, yeah. oh, I'll find this guy. Yeah. He does. You tell him the catapult found him. Yeah, yeah he does. Later. Uh, so, yeah. So, Tallini, Inspector Tallini goes to the doctor's office. He's like, you know this Paolo guy. Where is he? You taught him how to stab people in the neck to paralyze him. <laughs> He's like, I did no such thing, sir. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> I said good day, sir. I bid you good day. <laughs> anyway, Tallini leaves and he gets in his car while Paolo's in the back seat. With draws, a gun. Draws a gun on him. That's a smart move. Pull yeah. a gun on a cop. Yeah. Um, and fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, listen, I didn't do this. I wouldn't come to you if I was guilty. And I would have shot you already. But basically is what he's saying. He's like, I need help finding this guy. Yeah. And the, he says he's doing, killer. he's doing his own investigation, which is like, why don't you just cooperate with the police? Yeah. He's convinced that, that they're going to arrest him and he didn't do it. But yeah. Uh, he's like doing his own research. He's like a person watching YouTube videos. He's going to figure it out. <laughs> he's the smartest guy in the room. Do your research. <laughs> yeah, my research. I looked up a Wikipedia article, okay? Mm-hmm. Gotta do your research. Um, 
the killer strikes again. This time it's somebody who works at like a department store or clothing store. Yep. He needles her, does pretty much the same thing. Yeah. This time it's a little weird though. Like she's left in a weird position. She's like hunched over <laughs> like front. But anyway, Tallini visits a scientist who was an acquaintance of the, the woman who just got killed. And he's showing him this wasp who paralyzes tarantulas. Uh, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Uh, there you go. And buries its its larva, larva right? inside the abdomen inside of the, the tarantula. And uh, the larva, as it grows, eats the tarantula alive because the tarantula, although it's paralyzed, can still feel everything. Yeah. And he's kind of, he's like, I think this is what the killer is doing. And Tallini's like, oh, okay. But then he like looks at this one box with a tarantula in it. He's like, let me see that. He's like, uh, take the tarantula out because this ain't sand in here. That's cocaine. Cocaina. It's like cocaina. It's puro. It's very puro. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then the the, the, the scientist like takes the tarantula out and while uh, Tallini is like <laughs> testing it, he just like, and he throws the tarantula. He throws it at him. And then he runs. Yeah. But Tallini doesn't care. He's like, the, the co- there's more cops outside. Yeah. They bust him like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that was funny too. And then uh, Tallini goes home. He and his wife uh, come together physically. Oh, yeah. Sexually. Yeah. And we see like there's somebody across like in another apartment building uh, recording them banging. Here's another thing. I talked about this in a previous episode, Cheerleader Camp episode, where someone's videotaping someone having sex. Like, because then all the cops get the tape. Of, yeah. of Tallini fucking his wife. Oh, yeah. That's very similar. Yeah. And then they're watching it and they're all like, hey, 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 they're goofing around. And it's like, yeah, I fucked my wife. <laughs> like, literally, there's nothing wrong with what I did. What is wrong is that someone videotaped And this. that you perverts are watching it. Yeah. And later they're like, oh, we got to see if there's a clue in here. Yeah. Fine. Also, like, come on, man. Like, invest in some drapes or, <laughs> or some shades or something. It's like, Italy, man. It's 1971. Banging with the window open. Yeah. That's what you do in Italy. You, do. you know you can buy a house in Italy <laughs> for a uh, year. We've talked about this yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, buy me, buy me a house. <laughs> I have some euros. I buy you a house. <laughs> I'm buy you a house here. Italian I'll buy you thirteen houses. I got thirteen euros. <laughs> Maria or Laura. Owns, That's the person who owns the spa. She owns the spa that Maria was getting her rub down on <laughs> the day of her death, and she calls this guy Mario. Now Mario was the other guy in the picture. Yep. And of course, his name is Mario. But, <laughs> um, but Laura calls Mario, and uh, they they got quite the little quite the arrangement. Yeah. So basically, what they do is, is like I guess she puts women into situations where they fuck Mario. Yep. And then she takes they take pictures of them, and they blackmail the people, and then they blackmail the women. Yep. Mario's like, fine. What do I got to do? I just got to fuck these women. Well, all right. <laughs> And I get a cut of the pay. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, Mario's going to deliver some photographs yeah. of his latest indiscretion. Yeah. And we don't quite know who this person is yet, but yeah, there's a, a woman a new, named Franca. Yeah. That they're going to blackmail. And right around the same time, the catapult mm-hmm. has located uh, Mario. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tallini has also figured out Mario. Yeah, it's all kind of at the same time. Yep. And so they all kind of converge on him. Well, Mario, uh, Paolo comes after uh, Mario. Mario and they have him. this chase scene. 
This fucking chase. These guys are in good shape too. Yeah, they get. I got good cardio, man. I wouldn't. I, I if someone was chasing me, or if I was having to chase someone, like if someone fucked with me, like if I'm not gonna catch him within a hundred yards, I'm not catching him. <laughs> just give up. Like, all right. Run I along. mean, I. I wouldn't be able to sustain a fast amount of speed for that long, <laughs> especially going upstairs and jumping yeah. across rooftops. rooftops. Yeah. Shot it from the rooftop. Ready to go. Remember that song? I'm hot. I'm ready to go. Yeah. From the rooftop. Yeah. Shout it out. That's how it goes. Shout it out. I always get out. the lyrics wrong. But <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Who's saying that? Oh, um, uh, Republica. Republica. Yeah. Republica. A Republica. <laughs> Republica. We sing a shout from a roof at uh, From the roof at top, I shout it out. Uh, yeah. Baby, I'm ready to go. Ready to Will go. Chase Mario across the rooftop. Uh, baby, he's ready to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're chasing forever. And uh, Paolo catches Mario. Yeah. And Tallini is there and he's like watching them. And they're like fighting on the edge of the thing. And then uh, Mario like pushes paulo and he falls uh, off yeah he just kind of <laughs> he loses bounce and we yeah go ahead go, go ahead oh, oh. Say, the, are you talking about the fall yes that's wonderful he falls and is like i mean it's a mannequin right it's, it's a fucking dummy and yeah. it looks but it like hits the side of the the building and it's yeah. like conk. <laughs> i looked this up afterwards i guess that was a mistake and they just left it in oh that it, hit it the like, side? hits a window and like it breaks a window with its head like while it's falling and then bounces <laughs> off of it i don't think it was supposed to do that yeah well it was kind of cool yeah happy accident yeah, not for not for Paolo. But it reminds me of like in movies and it's like where you see like a, an obvious dummy like fly off the building. But I like when they make the dummy scream. It's like, ah! Dude, this one did not Wilhelm scream. scream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! uh, but uh, so now Tallini's like, oh, fuck, they just killed Paolo. And now I'm going to chase after Mario. So he's chasing after Mario. They're running down the street. All of a sudden, this car out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's Mario's car. Yeah. Comes and hits Ramsum Mario. Yep. Dead. Kills him? Yeah, I, I took it. He died. Yeah, he died because later, because they, they they put in the crime. They didn't on. hit him that hard, though. No. No, exactly. I actually, yeah, I wrote that down. Like, that would not have killed him. No. He just kind of bounced that off the That would have, like, broke his hip, maybe. Yeah. And this guy, not to mention, like, he's in good shape because he got to just running 5K up and down <laughs> stairs. But uh, he could have, he could have withstood getting hit you know my grandma when she was like 80 got hit by a car going like 40 miles an hour really? and lived nice yeah she broke what her hip badass. that's it she lived for like another five years that's crazy mm-hmm. then she died of being old <laughs> now Tallini is like okay mario they trace oh, him back to the spot the killer um after like uh he hits oh, the yeah, yeah, car, yeah. he goes to the he goes to mario's apartment and he steals uh, film, and he leaves the uh, the video. Yeah, but he also has that envelope that Mario was going to mail to the ne- the next vic- blackmail victim. So Tallini mails that off. Yeah, and basically tells the victim. It tells the victim to meet here. Yeah, on whatever day. Yeah, he poses as the blackmailer, and so he goes there, and then this woman shows up and hands him like an envelope full of cash. So he follows the woman back to her apartment, and he knocks on her door. And she's all, go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. No solicitors. Yeah. Like, oh, ma'am, no, listen. No, but he, she opens up and she's like, you're the blackmailer. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm an investigator. Here's your money back. Even if you're not going to talk to me, here's your money back. Just be careful. And so they end up talking. Well, the killer is there. Yeah. The killer was going to kill that woman. 
Yep. And he wants to talk to her, but she's too distraught. She's like, I can't talk about this tonight or today. Let's talk tomorrow. Yeah. But the killer doesn't kill her, right? He leaves? No, he kills her. Oh, he does kill her? Yeah, he gets her. As soon oh, as yeah, he, that's as soon right. As he leaves. Yep. Yep. The killer comes out and kills her. And then the cops watch. Next is the cops watch the uh, the film of him banging his wife. And then Tolini yeah. basically decides he's going to quit the force. Um, but then he changes his mind. Yep. Oh, and then right after that, uh, Tolini nearly gets killed with like a Final Destination type kill where like a truck with a bunch of like pipes or something oh, in the back yeah. of it like backs up and it flies through the windshield. That but was he, cool. But he ducks. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cool. And then he goes and looks and nobody's in the truck. So he's just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. So he needs to solve this crime. Jenny, I was talking about right, earlier. Spar employee. Yeah. She is pissed off that they're doing this blackmail thing because she finds out about it. So she's like, fuck you. I'm leaving. Yeah, I quit. Um, and, and Laura like threatens her. Yeah. The owner of the spa is like basically tells her, watch your back. Yeah. Um, the blind masseuse guy is still there. Um, but now we see Jenny and she's going to like this house of a friend and she's going there to spend the night there. Uh, but we just see her point of view or not her point of view. We see like the, per- the friend's point of view, not, and we're looking at Jenny. Around the apartment that she's going to spend the night at is all the shit that we've already seen. It's the killer. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she goes to the killer's apartment, um, not knowing he's a killer, just thinking that it's a friend. Well, she gets killed. Yup. But I didn't understand why the killer would put the gloves on to kill someone in his own apartment. Yeah. Yeah. He already... Unless it's just habit at this point. It's like, I well... Guess. Yeah. Maybe she has hepatitis or... Yeah. Who any, knows? Any of those... Yeah. Types of blood diseases. Can't be too, uh, too careful too these careful days. Too careful these days, yep. Um, but he put on, I'm like, well, his fingerprints are already everywhere. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so he kills her. And the next day- Laura. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, Tallini gets a phone call from, oh, no, Tallini goes and interviews everybody. Yeah, he interviews all the um, the people at the spa uh, to try to narrow down the suspect list. There's a rich group of people here. Like that one dude who's like the, the waiter. Yeah. He's a tool. Yeah, there's like a woman getting her uh, mustache waxed. Oh my gosh! She makes a little comment like mustaches on the on their way back in or something like that. And she has a mustache like mine. Yeah, it's thick. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like a man's mustache. <laughs> like Wyatt Earp over here. My, my wife's like the Italians. Harry, Harry bunch. I don't know. <sighs> um, but, but yeah, too uh, many qu- uh, questions. Everybody. He questions everybody. The bl- even the blind guy comes in. He's like, "Take off your sunglasses." And the guy takes off his sunglasses. He's got these white, white eyes, cloudy eyes. And he's like, "All right, you can go." That's the only thing he asks. Yeah, and he's him. like, "That's it." And he's like, "Yeah, get out of here." Yep. That night, Tolini gets a phone call from Laura, the spa owner, and she's like, "I know who the killer is." Yeah, I won't tell you over the phone. <laughs> I won't tell you over the phone. Come down here and meet me. So he goes down there, and. uh when he go when he gets there, Laura's dead. Yup. But little clue left behind. There's a contact lens. Yeah, and it's white. <gasps> dun dun dun. Now this is 1971. Those are those hard contacts. Yeah, that had to hurt. Do you ever do you ever remember the making of Michael Jackson's Thriller? Yeah. When he has to put those contacts in, those were those hard contacts, and he's like crying. Yeah. Because they hurt so bad. But yeah, those are those hard contacts. Like they didn't have like I don't know I. I don't know what they would have felt like. Like I've worn contacts before, but they're soft. You don't even feel them in your eyes anymore. My mom wore uh, hard contact lenses when I was a kid. What are they made out of? I'm not sure. Glass. I don't know. (laughs) But I remember one time when I was a kid, the contact lens like somehow like rolled. I think it was either me or my sister. One of us came into the bathroom while she was putting her contact lens in 
and we scared her on accident and she like her finger jumped <gasps> and the contact like got stuck on like the top of her eyeball Ooh. and like uh yeah was she in a lot of pain yeah she had to go to the hospital um they were able to get it out but oh god yeah. good job david uh, yeah i don't know if it was me or my sister i can't remember one of us i'm, I'm thinking it was you. It's probably me <laughs> i think it was me we'll Sorry. just blame your sister yeah there you go all her fault <laughs> she's the bad one yeah. you're the good son <laughs> you're a little macaulay culkin <laughs> no i'm elijah wood i promise <laughs> um meanwhile this is all kind of happened at the same time yeah his wife is is home is home and she's gonna get attacked now I forget what happens here. Does, how does he realize the killer's at his house? Uh, oh. Or is he just assuming because the killer's already videotaped him and he's over there, so he's like, fuck, the killer's at my house. I think so. That and, like, the killer must know that he left a contact lens, so he, I would assume he's going to find it and he'll know who I am. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't quite understand that either, but he puts it together that he's going to hurt his wife. Yeah, and he's got to get home. Yeah. By the way, this massage spa place... Is so far away from his house. <laughs> like, it takes him forever. Like, he should have just phoned a friend. Hey, can you go check this place out? <laughs> yeah. And been like, hey. hey check out my wife. <laughs> don't fuck her, though. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want me to fuck her, Talene? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I could give her the old boomba boomba. <laughs> uh. Anyway, he races home to find that. Oh, here's the other thing is the the killer. Now we know that the killer's the blind guy. Yeah. He, who's not really blind. But the killer uh, goes to paralyze her, but she passes out. Yeah, and he's like, so she's oh. unconscious. So she's paralyzed, but he doesn't want to kill her because she's unconscious. Yep. Yeah, he wants her to see. So she's got to wake up. To her. So he's kind of waiting there. He's like, oh fuck, wake up. I don't know. Get cold. Get some cold water. Splash it on her. Yeah, <laughs> wake up, bitch. <laughs> I need to kill you. Um, so he's waiting there, but Tallini gets home and he busts down the door. They get into a little fight. And Tallini beats the shit out of him. He really does. Um, and he thinks his wife's dead because I guess he did needle her before Tallini walked in. So she was paralyzed. So I think he yep. just assumed that she was dead. Yep, he did. Um, but he subdues him. He doesn't kill him. He just like hits no. him. Yeah, he beats him up real good. Beats the shit out of him. And then the last scene we see is they're at the hospital. And um, we find doctors, out we get like an explanation of the killer's motive. I mean, this doctor explains everything, <laughs> but apparently this blind masseur was like pissed off at his ex-wife who like treated him like shit. So then he decided he was just going to kill women. Yeah. And he was impotent and apparently his wife oh, cheated on impotent. him because he couldn't get it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the foot to the crotch did nothing. Did nothing. So he faked his blindness so he could like sneak in. Yeah. Like a fucking wasp stinging <laughs> a fucking tarantula. There you go. And then. Putting its larva, larva in the <laughs> belly. <laughs> bellies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we also find out that Tallini's wife's going to be fine. Yep. The end. I'm going to surprise you with something. I didn't hate this film. There you go. Um, I actually kind of dug this film. Oddly enough, and this might make sense to you, but it kind of reminded me of Seven. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, with it's the got wife. A like a murder mystery element. Yeah, the wife in danger. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and this cop who's like, well, he's not like... Not like Brad Pitt. It's kind of like a mixture of both, right? Yeah. And then he's finding out these through various different things. So um, it kind of reminded me of Seven. I liked it for that. Listen, the filmmaking stuff, I already bitched about that at the beginning, so I don't have to go into that anymore. But uh, those elements aside, I like the music. The music was fun. Um, 
it was annoying sometimes that ah. the side yeah that stuff i did not like yeah but i liked the rest of the music there were some things that didn't really make sense like all of a sudden i don't know maybe it gets lost in translation by the way the guy who plays Tallini, he is the official italian overdubber for al pacino oh really on all of Al Pacino's films that huh, get that's pretty cool. Italy. So I thought it would have been cool had Al Pacino does his, did, did his voice. Honey, <laughs> be careful! I'll be right there. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, I digress. So there was some there was some stuff that was a little like jumpy. Besides the camera, um, like all of a sudden, like he's talking to the insect guy, and then there's like that whole cocaine thing. And it's like, why does that even make any sense? Like, yeah, was yeah, that yeah. to like throw a wrench in there? Like, oh, these people could all be suspects, I guess. Um, but he got arrested immediately. So like, yeah, what was the point? Exactly. The wife knowing, I mean, yes, we needed to know the wife for the ending. Like, so we cared about her a little bit, but um, that whole like subplot with the furniture and it was oh, weird. Yeah. It's just kind of strange. Yeah. But I'm going to give it. Two and a half. Okay. Pamela Voorhees heads. Because I, I didn't hate the film. I thought it was pretty good, actually. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny, though. I thought you were going to hate it. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I thought we were going to have like an Alan-Brett uh, <laughs> argument, like <laughs> rehash. But uh, no. uh, yeah, I mean, for a lot of the same reasons you said, I thought the story itself was interesting. I thought the actors, I mean, it's always to your point, like you lose stuff in translation when it's a foreign movie. Mm-hmm. I liked the guy, the main guy, Tallini. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah. I thought He's the, done a lot I thought of the shit actors too. were good. There were some characters that had some nuance that were kind of funny, like the catapult guy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, and I I figured it out when I saw the guy take off his glasses. I was like, oh, those are fake contact lenses. It's going to be that guy. But for the most part, I, it kept me guessing most of the movie of like, who's doing this? I figured it out the opening scene when there was a blind masseur. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> See, I kind of forgot that guy even existed <laughs> until he came in for questioning. And I was like, oh, it's this dude. That's why I knew it was him right away. Because I'm like, why are we seeing this guy right away? That guy's the killer. Fuck that. Go. Look how smart you are. There's um, one thing I'm good at. It's figuring out the killer. Figuring out a killer in a movie. Yeah. I am. It's like my, it's it's like my super. It's, like it's your superpower. Superpower. <laughs> They're like, oh, I can run real fast. I'm really strong. This guy. He can figure out the killer in a movie. <laughs> See, I don't have that talent. I I recognize like product placement. Like, <laughs> oh, I had that cereal when I was a kid. That's, that's me. Um, but overall, I thought I thought the movie was entertaining. Um, I liked it. I gave it a three. Okay, so we're right there. Yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah. I'm open. I enjoyed it. I'm open to foreign films. I don't dislike foreign films. I dislike shitty films. Okay. Well, yeah. that's not even all way always true either. <laughs> See, I can point to some <laughs> shitty movies that we like. Uh, like uh, Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might have to go back and revisit the, some of these uh, vi- movies we've reviewed. Yeah, oh, tonight I think I'll watch <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> no, but I need to go back and go through my reviews and be like, mm, should I really have given that? I do that sometimes. Uh, one and Especially a half. like when I'm updating our website with our ratings. Sometimes like if I'm... Do you change them? No, no, oh. no. But like... <laughs> You know, I always put them in alphabetically, so I'll see something that, like, as I'm entering in a new entry, I'll be like, oh, I gave that movie a three? <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes the flip side, too, I'm like, I gave that a one and a half? That wasn't so bad. That is a good point you make, though, is, like, we have a website, theswearwolves.com, and if you go there, you can see all of the... You can also listen to all of our podcasts through that website, but you can... Uh, 
I guess that doesn't really help you because you're listening to this already. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but you could see all of the movies we've ever reviewed. Yeah, it's on our website. And you could see what we gave it. Yep. So you can yell at us. <laughs> exactly. But we've done how many hundreds of films? I don't know. Let's see. This is like a lot. episode 125. So you figure we average 26, I think. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So we average two. So that's 250 movies. Fuck. That's a lot of movies. That is a lot of movies. Putting in the work, man. That's that's two movies a week for the last two years. It's a lot. I think. It's a lot to ask of us. But for zero. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> that's right, David. <laughs> that's right, David. Uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, so that's a, what, 275. Uh, there you go. 275. See it if you like those type of movies. These are both on Tubi, by yeah. the way. Which Brett uh-huh. and I were just talking about before we started recording. Tubi's got a really good selection. So if you're not familiar, Tubi is free. Uh, and you just got to watch ads every 20 minutes or yeah. so. Um, by the way, swear, this Swear Wolves episode is brought to you T- by, by Tubi. Tubi. <laughs> no, it's not. Fuck Tubi. But you can watch. <laughs> I mean, they're not paying us for that. So yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. them. I can talk shit about them and still go. promote them. Yeah. If you don't pay me, I'll talk shit about you. I'll, I might still use your services. <laughs> yeah. Blackmail. It's not blackmail. <laughs> no. I'm just easily bought out. There you go. So like if Tubi paid me, then I'd be like, no, Tubi's great. But fuck Tubi. <laughs> By the way, the commercials that show, it's like the same commercial every fucking time. And it's like, oh, Christ. Yeah, it is. It does give you time to go pee-pee, though. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Go, make a, go make a pee-pee. You don't have to pause it. I yeah. hate pausing movies. I don't know why. I hate pausing movies. I'm not a fan, but I do it a lot. I do also. <laughs> All right, so the next film, Daughters of Darkness, 1971, also uh, written by Harry Kumel, J.J. Amiel, and Pierre Durot. Durot? Durot. <laughs> Durot. Um, directed by Harry Kumel. Music by Francois de Rabat. Raubal? Fuck, I don't know. Riboy? Ruba? <laughs> Ribeye? I don't know. Ribeye. There you go. Uh, it stars John Carlin as Stefan. Danielle, Stephen. whatever. <laughs> Danielle, we met as Valerie or Valerie. <laughs> Delphine, 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 Cyrig as Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, Andrea Rao as Ilona. Uh, this movie was released on October 22nd, 1971 budget and box office unknown. I don't know this movie. Okay. The plot of this movie. You know what? This movie, there's not really a lot to talk about. There's not. It's fairly straightforward, but um, yeah. Right off the bat, though, the, I thought the music was cool. Like the opening music, I was like, cool. Yeah. yeah I'm in. It's fine. And you get a sex scene, too, right off the bat. That's always a plus. <laughs> so you got Stefan and Valerie. They're newlyweds. Yeah, they're banging on a train. And <laughs> a little train bang. Uh, oh, no. That's something much worse. <laughs> <laughs> train bang. <laughs> they're not running a train. They're on a train and having sex. Yeah. They are on their honeymoon. And uh they're like David said, they're they're fucking on this train. And uh Valerie is like telling Stefan, like, like you gotta introduce me to your mother. And he's all no. Or yes, yes, I will. Eventually. But he's like You can tell he's not super he's, uh, stoked enthused. about it. Yeah. So he's like, whatever. So she's like, When we get to the hotel, you call your mom and your mom will come meet us. He's like, Yeah, that's fine. So they get to this hotel in Belgium. I guess they're doing like a honeymoon with like a tour of Europe. Yeah. In Bruges. What? 
That's where they are in uh, Belgium. Oh. In Bruges? Yeah. Is that the name of the town? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What the fuck do I know about <laughs> Belgium? The only thing I know about Belgium is like they have waffles, good waffles <laughs> yeah. and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, see, I didn't even know he was Belgian. Uh, yeah. Did you ever see the movie JCVD? No. You should actually watch that movie. It's not bad. He plays himself. <laughs> um, and he's like a washed up has been action star. Oh, so that's plays, a, that plays sounds himself. fun. Um, and he's like at a bank as the bank's getting robbed. Oh, awesome. Does he have to go full Van Damme? No. Well, yes, but, but as a, per- but, he, but he's not. Yeah. So he can't, but then the bank robbers, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm remembering this correctly, but then the bank robbers recognize that it's him and they're like, Oh, we'll just pin it on him. Mm. But so he's like the, the people outside are saying like, Oh, John Claude Van Damme's in there robbing this bank. He went nutso, <laughs> but it's uh it's got some funny parts in it and it's very it, actually Jean-Claude Van Damme does a really good job and he there's this one scene where he breaks the fourth wall and he's talking to the camera. That's fun. And he does this monologue and it's awesome. Hmm, that sounds fun. Yeah. So, recommend that I'll one. Watch it, yeah. But anyway, these people are in Belgium. Valerie wants um Stefan to call his mom. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yeah, no problem." So he goes up to the concierge and he's like, "Hey, I need you to call this number." And he slips him a piece of paper. Uh, and it says like, don't, uh, or tell them like no, there was no answer and he slips him some money. Yep. And we should also say that this hotel is a big ass hotel and it is oh, empty. Right. Cause yeah, they're the off, only ones it's off season. Yep. So they get like the Royal suite or whatever. Mm-hmm. The biggest, best room that they have. Um, and they're alone in the hotel until new guest, this mysterious Hungarian countess, Elizabeth Bathory arrives. Um, with her secretary, Ilona. Now, you know who Elizabeth Bathory was, right? In history? Or Elizabeth er- er- Bathory? Like the real mm-hmm. person? No. So she was like, I don't know. I don't want to say vampire because I think she was a, she's a real person. Hmm. But she used to like bathe in the blood. Gross. Of people to try to keep herself youthful. Blech. Like, I don't think it worked, right? Yeah, I don't think so. She, I mean, she died, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming so. <laughs> She's dead now. <laughs> but uh, she was a real person. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, I think her name was Erzbeth Bathory, but translated. I think even this woman uh, says it later on. She's like translated. It's, hmm. uh, it's Elizabeth. So she's named after her ancestor. But as soon as if, if someone came up to me and says, Oh, and they had a Hungarian accent and was like, my name is Elizabeth Bathory. You're a I'd be like, All right. Nice to meet you. We're leaving mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where's my garlic. Also the, the concierge Caesar. That's and right. He, he and recognizes he's like, her. He's like, when I was a boy and I was a bellhop here, I saw you. Yeah. And you look the same. Yeah. You look what up with that. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, she nothing. What up with you? <laughs> just good crane she's like no she's like it wasn't me she's like maybe it was my mother or my grandma or something it wasn't me it wasn't me (laughs) then we did it in the counter it It wasn't wasn't me me. is that the shaggy song shaggy and (laughs) i don't know the words (laughs) that's just every shaggy song (laughs) (laughs) mr boombastic really fantastic he talks like a dwarf. <laughs> he does. Uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> There's also a series of murderers, mur- murderers, m- series of murders that happen 
to young girls around town that previous week and currently. And the police are finding them. And St- Stefan and uh, Valerie are like walking through town and they see one. Like Stefan, I don't know, gets like a boner or something. It's weird. And he's dressed funny. He's dressed <laughs> like Matt Bellamy from the band Muse. <laughs> He's got like a what? weird like jacket and like these big sunglasses. It just looked weird. Have you seen Muse in concert? Yeah, they couple, put on couple, a, a couple, hell of a show. I've seen them uh, three times. Yeah, yeah, their live shows are fantastic. Uh, but they, uh, I, their music, I always call it whiny music. It's always like, Wee, I'm whining about something. Oh, I'm Muse. <laughs> but it was a really good performance when yeah. I saw him live. But yeah, and he's an awesome guitar player. What's that fucking song? I got a bunch of good ones. I don't know. Whatever song it was I'm thinking of. It's a whiny one? Yeah. Is it like Time is Running Out? How does it go? Our time is running out. Yeah. Is it that one? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Whiny, (laughs) whiny. It was good, though. I I like their music. I just make fun of it. (laughs) Listen, they're not paying me. I'll make fun of them. There you go. As soon as he pays me, (laughs) Muse Muse would be my favorite band i almost like was really old there for a second i almost called them the muse ah. the muse you know yeah. the marijuana <laughs> smoking the marijuana the reefer <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he gets like some weird heart on yeah when he sees, it's weird and then he like hits his girlfriend to knock her away and he's like like staring at this dead body wanting to like hump it or something like yeah. i don't know i didn't get it it was weird i didn't either well <laughs> later on they go back to the hotel and this is where elizabeth is with ilona and uh oh real quick though while yeah. they're on the bus going back uh valerie says don't lie to yourself you were pleased it gave you pleasure and that line they split they cut it but like in, it's in a rob zombie song a demonoid phenomenon oh really it's like we've talked about this on the, pa- the podcast before i love when i catch a rob zombie quote like a sample uh-huh in the actual movie um yeah it's a don't lie to yourself it gave you pleasure <laughs> And this movie has several Rob Zombie quotes. Oh, he must like this movie or something. He must, because there's a part where the countess is talking and she says, what are you thinking about? <laughs> you know, the living dead girl thing? The, yeah. What are you thinking about? That's also. That's crazy. In this movie. And there's, I think, a couple more. I tried to write them down when I heard them. I was like, oh, there's another one. There's another one. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm not that aware. I can just pick out killers. I'm not aware of that kind of shit. But good on you. There you go. But the countess is like, hey, oh, by the way, has he called his mom yet? No. Okay. I don't think so. Remind, we got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that conversation. The countess is like uh, saying, hey, why don't you guys join me for some drinks? And um, we, he's got to call his mom soon. Yeah, probably. Let's talk about it right now. Sure. Okay. <laughs> he calls his mom. Mom doesn't answer, though. It's not. Who he calls mom is not a well, female. Yeah. So, oh, was that okay? I just thought the dad answered. No, okay, that makes more sense because the dad's very flamboyantly dressed, and so is that why? See, my he was wife, embarrassed. Yeah, my wife took it as his dad's a homosexual, and Stefan is embarrassed by it, oh. and maybe that's why Stefan has all this built-up rage, and like that makes way more anger sense. because he had to. De- I shouldn't say deal with, but he grew up with a homosexual dad and probably got teased. Hmm. Like that's okay. a lot of me reading into this without it being explained. I didn't even think about that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed mom wasn't home. No. But then I was like, why is dad dressed like that? Yeah. Okay. Eh. 
and and there dad was like, oh, you, you got to tell us, tell her about us. Yeah. And which kind of leads you to believe like, oh, are they vampires? Like, because I know this movie's about vampires at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I wondered that too. But no, it tell her about us means tell her that we're gotcha. gay. Okay. But I don't know if Stefan is. I, obviously he's not, right? He's, yeah, I don't think so. Unless he's repressed. Anyway, yeah. so that's why he was embarrassed. Okay. Cut back to the regular. That's like subplot bullshit that uh, again doesn't really come back you have to like read into it and like maybe maybe there's more written on this film where they talk about it but not in the film it doesn't flat out say that but if you think about it like kind of that all makes sense yeah so good on my wife she's the one who picked that out like i said i'm dumb nice. when it comes to that kind of shit <laughs> um so the countess is like oh let's have some drinks and uh stefan and valerie sit down and have drinks and then she starts telling them about her heritage as a bathory and all this other kind of stuff. And this is where Stefan gets the biggest fucking boner, right? Yeah. Cause I think Valerie steps away and they're yeah. kind of talking and she's just, well, like, Valerie ends up stepping away because she's like, stop talking about this. It's getting shit. all hot. Yeah. She's talking and they're like saying the stuff about Elizabeth Bathory and how she used to bathe in the blood of her victims and all that other kind of stuff. And she's like, mm-hmm. you guys are gross. And then she's like, <gasps> Oh yeah. And this is another part where we get another Rob zombie quote. She says, uh, so revolting and yet so interesting. Just from a, <laughs> another song. <laughs> well, Valerie leaves and she goes up to her room. Uh, she hears a noise out on the balcony. She opens it and there's Ilona like st- standing there on the balcony. That was creepy. She screams. Which breaks up the two downstairs who are like in this weird death sex talk. <laughs> yeah. So they go upstairs and, and Valerie's like, you know, something weird happened. This, that, and the other thing. And they leave him alone. Well, this is where Stefan gets also this fucking guy. He's such a fucking prick. That's right. He flips out. He's like standing there and all of a sudden he gets really angry and he takes off his belt and he beats the, beating the shit out, out of, of Valerie. Yeah. And then he fucks her. Yeah. I didn't get that. Why? We're just going nuts. I'm telling you, the dude's got issues. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mommy issues. Yeah. And daddy issues. <laughs> They're the same person. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Elizabeth concocts, or no, Valerie. She, she sneaks out while Valerie's going to leave. Yeah. She's kind of tiptoeing through the hallway. She's, she's like, I need to get the, the hell out of here. Boat in the harbor, and she's like, I'm going to hop on a I'm train. <laughs> yep. I'm going to get out of here. So she leaves. Well, Elizabeth comes downstairs. And she asked the concierge, like, where she went. And she said she went to go catch a train. So Elizabeth's like, I'm going to go catch her. She catches up to her quick. Right away, yeah. Maybe she flew. (laughs) (laughs) At at the train station, she catches up to her. And she's just like, oh, you don't have to get on this train. There's other trains. She's like, yeah, but I I need to get out, like, now. My husband just beat the shit out of me. She doesn't say any of that, though. Yeah. And Elizabeth is like, oh, we'll take you back to Stefan. And we'll talk things over. Like, you can talk to me. Well, they spend all night talking, I guess. And they go back home. Meanwhile, Alona is Alona with <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Stefan, yeah. <laughs> and they fuck. Yeah. Oh, this is the other thing. Remember when we did that episode about vampires where we were talking about, like, how you could beat up a vampire and, like, stuff that vampires don't oh, like? Oh, right, right. Running water was one of them. And we hadn't really ever heard of that. They talk about running water. Oh, yeah, because he wants her to take a shower with him. And she's like, nah. And they even mentioned it before that. They're like, oh, vampires don't like running water. Yeah. But yeah, he he invites her into the shower and she won't come. And he like drags her in there. Yeah, what an asshole. 
He really is a jerk off. Yeah. He's getting, now he's rapey. Yeah. Now he's rapey. He's trying to rape Alona, who's afraid of fucking running water. Yeah. She must, uh, well, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess you could take a bath, but you have to have running water to draw a bath. Maybe right? you very quickly turn on and then run out of the room. And, and you then just wait for it to quickly fill and then shut close it your eyes. Yeah. Shut it off. <laughs> um, so uh, they end up falling or no, yeah, they end yeah. up falling. Uh, she dies. She like falls on a razor or something. <laughs> He's right? on top of her. It's like his dick fell in her. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. It's like when, when Dennis Rodman got caught with a chick in his bed by Carmen Electra. He's like, I don't know. I think she fell through the ceiling. <laughs> like he said that like That's literally. <laughs> uh, and then it, it patched itself. <laughs> But that's when Elizabeth and Valerie come in. Yeah, they walk in. And they see the dead Ilona and the naked, cheating Stefan. Yeah. With his pee-pee. <laughs> to which Valerie kind of like, I don't know, I guess she takes it okay that he cheated on her. I mean, she calls him like an asshole or something. And she's going to call the cops. But Elizabeth's like, don't call the cops. They won't believe that it was an accident. We're gonna we're gonna get rid of the body. Yeah, and Elizabeth or um yeah, Elizabeth kisses Valerie too. And like as soon as she kisses her, like Valerie starts acting different. She's like hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, so here's what we're gonna do. Yep. So they wrap up the body and they take it. Meanwhile, there's also like this inspector who doesn't really have a big part in this movie. He keeps ride he riding after them on his, his bicycle. Yeah. He catches in a car. (laughs) He's fast. He's a fast bastard. He is. He's retired. And yeah, this is kind of like a hobby for him now, I guess. Yeah. Investigating murders. So they bury the body on the beach and they're driving away. And Elizabeth is driving the car and she sees this dude on his bike. She floors it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She kills him, but she hits him about as hard as that guy in fucking black belly of the tarantula gets hit. I thought the same thing. I was like, you didn't kill that guy. But apparently he's dead. I guess so. Last we see of him. Lame. <laughs> they go back to the hotel. Stefan's now alone with Valerie, and he wants to leave. Yeah. So he starts packing a suitcase. Oh, you, oh no. They, okay, this is what happens. They go back to the hotel. Valerie goes into Elizabeth's room to spend the night. And Stefan's like, what are you doing? And Elizabeth is like, just give her some time. So they separate. Well, then she, uh, Valerie That's comes right. back into Valerie the room. goes back. And he's like, we're leaving. Yeah. And she's like, she's like hypnotized. She's like, no, we're not. We'll stay. I'm staying. <laughs> Come play with us, Danny. <laughs> um, then Elizabeth comes in. Yeah, and there's like kind of a fight. There's a tussle. Yeah. And they crash like a bowl over Stefan's head. Yeah. And then they drink his blood. <laughs> oh, that's right. She crashes a bowl over his head, and then the pieces fall out, land strategically on his wrists, slitting his wrists and killing him. Yeah. And then both Elizabeth and Valerie suck his blood. Yep. Then they wrap his dumb ass up. <laughs> Toss his body off the balcony. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then load him into the car. Yeah. And then they're going to drive him down and bury him. They do. Then they're coming back. The sun's coming up. The sun's coming up. And she's like, drive fast. Elizabeth is telling Valerie, faster. drive faster. Drive faster. faster. We got to make it before the sun comes up. Well, the sun comes out. Yeah, they don't make it. It shines on them. Valerie, Valerie crashes the car. Crashes the car. Elizabeth flies out the windshield. <laughs> And lands right on a fucking branch. Yeah. Killing. And then she like catches on fire. Yeah. And the car burns. Blows up. Because she hit it right in that sweet spot on the car. Right where the car hit the the explode button. button. (laughs) Cut to, I don't know how much time has passed. That's like a few months. And there's this 
couple at some kind of resort and there's Valerie and she's kind of taken the countess role. Yep. And she is now the countess stalking new victims. Yep. End of movie. Look at that face. Did you hate this movie? This is one of the worst fucking pieces of shit that I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I fucking despise this movie. <laughs> it's so fucking long. It's so fucking boring. It was like an hour and a half. It was, well, it might as well have been five. It was the longest, most drawn out, no plot having bullshit of a fucking artsy fartsy bullshit fucking movie. I don't care how many Rob Zombie songs have quotes in it from it. That's fine. But this movie sucked. What'd you give it? I had a range. I had a range on this one too. Zero to half was my range. Wow. I'm going half. I'll go half. But it's one of the most boring films I've ever seen. I, there was a moment where I could not wait for it to end. And I was like, how much more is left in the movie? And then I check and see how much time is. And it was like 25 minutes. And I go, what more is there to say? <laughs> I kind of liked it. You did not. I didn't love it. I definitely liked it more than you did. Um, I thought it, I, I thought it looked cool. Um, there was some stuff that reminded me a little bit of Hitchcock. I liked the music. I liked the 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 plot of like the the countess being kind of a vampire and a mystery of like you know not because I, I i assumed it was a vampire movie but i wasn't quite sure going in mm-hmm. i thought the acting was okay it was nothing great but i thought the movie looked really cool it, it was shot better than the oh what was the last movie we just talked about yeah black belly of the tarantula yeah and i actually thought the music even the other one was morricone i liked the music in this one better so i gave it a two and a half Jesus Christ almighty. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. I was entertained. Like, I wasn't bored when I watched it. Entertained by what? I don't know. I just liked watching Nothing it. Nothing happens for the first <laughs> hour of the film. Nothing happens. No. Except for Steven beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't like that. He wasn't very nice. He was a douche. Yeah. He still is. Whoever that guy is, who played that fucking guy? He looked John like um, Carlin. He looked like a mix of like Simon Pegg. And uh, Mark Hamill, yeah. like that's yeah. what I, like. Yeah, it kind of looked like Simon Pegg with a little bit of the lead singer of Muse when he was wearing his jacket and his sunglasses. <laughs> um, but uh, no, there's nothing. There's nothing entertaining about this movie. I'm telling you, if you're listening to this right now, listen to my words as they as I speak them. <laughs> do not watch this movie. If you do watch this movie and you like it, well, you know what? You're not paying me, so fuck you. <laughs> but if you do like this movie and you want to contact us yeah reach out uh instagram we are the swearwolves podcast uh on facebook twitter and the slash rap we are the swearwolves uh, we have the swearwolves youtube channel we also have our website like uh, brett said earlier where you can see our reviews and a bunch of other stuff that's the swearwolves.com or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com so for the swearwolves this week i'm brett i'm david happy birthday christy and ciao and ciao bella ciao bella <laughs>
All right. So do you want to, when I start it, do you want to uh, explain? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, how did that happen? Oh, God. I'm coming up to you, you better get this party started. I'm going to shit soon. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, hold on. Am I prepared to talk about either of these movies? But he's like riding after the on his oh, bike. God, I keep <coughs> Jesus. Someone eating cherry pits. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, spaghetti. <laughs> Marinara. <laughs> Marinara sauce. <laughs> Wasn't there a game? <laughs> Wasn't there like a board game like oh Yeti in the spaghetti? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> There's like a, know. you know how you used to have like ants in the pants yeah. or Yeti don't break the, the ice or don't. How'd, how'd he get there? <laughs> There's a What's game called Yeti and the Spaghetti. <laughs> I'm not eating that spaghetti. Sasquatch in my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's your game. That's not marinara sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh.